Last 24 hours have been incredibly challenging on the downtown east side. We know that the city, with the help of police and other officials, moved in to clear off the tent encampments there along Hastings Street. Okay, well, fine. And they're citing violence and dangers and, and safety issues. But where were people supposed to go? That is the question that continues to be asked 24 hours later, because we also know that after being repeatedly questioned about this, the city has admitted there weren't enough shelter spaces for all the people they cleared off the street. And there isn't. They're still on. A lot of them are still on the list to get housing. And so that's why these questions remain. We're going to talk more about the situation this morning with the help of our next guest. Steve Johnson is with us now, a spokesperson for the Coalition of Downtown Eastside Networks and Executive Director of the Community Impact Real Estate Society. Steve, thanks for being here. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me this morning. Steve, what is the situation like down there this morning? You know, it's interesting, despite the um, mass decampment that happened yesterday, there are a number of tents uh, back in the same places, uh, as well as a number of people now that are sleeping rough, unsheltered um, in doorways and under blankets without their tents, without their tarps or without uh, any of their belongings. So is there any sign of kind of city officials? Like, was there any follow up after yesterday's events? Uh, not with community. Um, I expect that we'll see the VPD uh, engineering and sanitation uh, and city workers back on the sidewalks today, uh, continuing their efforts to clear the Hastings Street corridor. Steve, what have you heard, though, from some of the people who were in those encampments? Like what was offered to them in order to move them along? Yeah, you know, the city has said that they've been offering shelter for folks uh, that are sleeping rough and I know that there are good people working uh, at the city uh, with the province and at BC Housing, Um, but despite their best efforts, there isn't enough housing available or or even shelter beds to accommodate the number of people who are sleeping rough in our city. Uh, So we're hearing from folks that they weren't offered housing uh, or shelter spaces. Uh, And incidentally, talking with my peers in the sector, uh, a lot of housing agencies weren't even asked if they had available shelter spots available uh, in advance of this decampment. Really? So that, that's what we've been trying to figure out is what kind of plans were made for people. So you're hearing that there were perhaps options left on the table? Uh, I think the shelter spaces are full, so I, I don't think there were any options available. Um, I think that the city has chosen to move forward with the decampment, um, knowing that there weren't sufficient shelter spaces available. Uh, and that's in a bit of a contrast to how the city has dealt in the past with other encampments. If we think about Oppenheimer Park or Strathcona, no residents were decamped unless there was stable and secure housing made available to them. Uh, and this is a very different approach that's being taken this time. Okay, but Steve, what what was the solution here then? Because from what we'd also heard, not just from the fire chief, but like, you know, from others, that it was really unsafe down there in terms of, for instance, even the number of sexual assaults that were happening towards women. So what, what was the solution down there? Well, I, I agree. I don't think anyone in community endorses encampment. Um, we know that those are not safe spaces, particularly for women. Um, but the solution is not to scatter people around the neighborhood because it actually furthers the danger that individuals are in. Uh, When people camp together, there is a degree of safety in numbers. Uh, When you decamp people without suitable shelter, we're dispersing vulnerable people, especially women, uh, out into the community in isolation and on their own and and actually furthering the risk they face. The answer really is the housing that's been promised, whether that's the 89 units of workforce housing um, that was to be delivered by the end of March, uh, which we're waiting for and won't be ready now until June, 
or more sufficient uh, long-term sustainable housing for folks. Is that an option though? Will everybody take housing if it's offered? I think people will take housing if that housing is safe, clean, suitable, and dignified. Uh, We've heard the city and others say uh, and recognize that our SRO system, although being a valuable part of our housing stock, has its own challenges. Um, I've been in the SROs, and to be quite frank, I would probably choose to camp outside versus uh, taking one of the SRO rooms, given the current state they're in. What kind of work will your organization be doing today? Uh, We'll be uh, out uh, in community. Our coalition of partners represents not-for-profits, social enterprises, business improvement associations, uh, working with residents who have been displaced, um, working with businesses who are affected, uh, and continuing to advocate uh, for that that overriding goal, which is safe, supportive, dignified housing. So I guess there's still lots of work being done. Will there be an effort being made to try to track people in terms of what happened to them yesterday? Uh, to the best of our abilities, I, I believe so. Uh, it's important to know where people are going um, so that those supports can be offered. The challenge is when people are uh, decamped or evicted in this manner, they disperse in ways that make it difficult to follow. Um, so we're hopeful uh, as a, a community of practice that we can maintain those relationships that we've developed with folks that are living on the Hastings Corridor uh, and that they'll continue to come to seek services. You mentioned some of the other encampments that we have seen, right? Strathcona, Oppenheimer, now you know Hastings as of yesterday. Do you think this is just going to lead to another one? You know, what we're seeing is, uh, I think, at last count, 10 encampments over the past 10 years. And really, this situation, it's a policy failure that's been 30 or 40 years in the making. Uh, a failure of meeting, uh, not meeting people's basic needs for food, housing, and safety. Uh, unless we have a rapid influx of safe, secure, clean housing, we'll continually have encampments. There just isn't enough spaces for folks right now to shelter inside. Uh, and we need a rapid influx of that kind of housing in order to, to accommodate the number of homeless our city is currently dealing with. Steve, thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that discussion. That's Steve Johnson, who's a spokesperson for the Coalition of Downtown Eastside Networks and executive director of the Community Impact Real Estate Society, saying, you know, even down there this morning, yes, there was the big effort made to clear out the encampments yesterday. He said there's a few tents back this morning, people sleeping rough, so without any kind of shelter. Uh, And we know, city admitted, not enough even shelter spaces for people uh, despite moving them all off. So what are the next steps here? If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com. I know this is a developing and continuing story, and there will be lots of follow-up for City Hall today, so keep it tuned in here for the latest.